Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is a first for us. It is Wednesday afternoon, and we're doing a special edition of the Two Bulls, One Mic podcast. This is John Spartan, a.k.a. the Demolition Man, the baddest man alive who takes no meth and who takes no jive. If you want to catch a maniac, you have to send a maniac. And I'm with my good friend. He added a little sauce on to that jive. Huh? It's still corny. This is your boy, Master <laughs> Ronan Show. The Mr. EBS himself. Well, ladies and gentlemen, as I said, this is on a Wednesday because uh, Friday uh, I will be celebrating um, the Valentine's Day with, with the new young lady. So we're going to do an early edition to keep our three fans that we do have to keep you properly entertained. So that's why we're doing it early. And I want to start off by talking about the thing that's mostly been there in the NFL. They're starting to... Ad- Either they're attempting to or starting to address this whole um, race situation that we have been oh, going they gotta on. Address it. Well, I'm sorry. They yeah. have to. It's, it's, but it's a matter of how they You know, it. it's, a, it's a matter of how they're going to handle it. So we'll be talking about they're that. They're already not really starting off too well. And of course. We'll get it's, more into it here, though. It's, it's, not, it's not looking. It's, the NFL isn't looking too fair on this one. No. But on a positive but the, note. The, 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 but there are now three minority coaches or black coaches in the NFL again now. Yes, they are. Yeah. Yes, they are. Technically and three, yeah. Technically three. Yeah. And one of those coaches belonged to um, um, the Houston Texans and Mr. Lovey Smith yeah. all the way from Big Sandy, Texas. So we got a, we, we, we got a local Texas boy run, running the team. And it, and it came out of nowhere because – Oh, no, he, it didn't come out of nowhere. Well, we know it, where it came from. Well, yeah, we know where it came from, and we know why. Shout out to Mr. Brian Flores. Um, Absolutely. Brian uh, Flores, shook, he shook the can up, man, and, they, and not a, it's scrambling. Everything inside is scrambling, trying yeah. to get back on balance. So, But no, but, congratulations to Levy Smith. Of course. Um, he's. I think he's a good coach. Yeah, good coach. He took the Bears to, took the, Bears to, to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Had a winning record when he left. Um, yep. He was also the defensive coordinator for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers when they won their Super Bowl. Yes, and then after his stint in Chicago as head coach, he was also the head coach of Tampa Bay Buccaneers for a couple of years, and they didn't do too well. But that roster well. was shit. Oh yeah, the roster he had was the roster he had was not nowhere in comparison to the roster that they have nowadays. Absolutely. So you know that's I mean you could bring that up, I mean, but but why? I mean, really, it's, it's why? there. It's there. The the thing that's beautiful about the whole Levy Smith thing, honestly, I'm gonna say the beautiful part first. I'm gonna say the shitty shit for later, is that he is one of the few African American head coaches in the NFL to actually receive a third chance at being a <laughs> head yeah, coach. Yeah, that is true. That is true. That does not happen. He probably is like the first, if I'm not mistaken. He's more. I think he is. I think he is the first per se. I don't know really for sure, but he is the first. But the one that I do want to say about this is Lovey Smith himself is a very well-respected name and a well-respected coach throughout the NFL. When when you bring when you bring up when you bring up his name, people say nothing but good things about him. Not necessarily saying that they have to. They're saying well, the because it's matter, true. The people that matter. Actually well, well yeah, of course. I've, I've seen a lot of fans talking about he don't win. I'm just like y'all y'all going off. Okay, he had two years with Tampa Bay that were bad. Sure. 
Sure. But yeah, okay. Yeah. So that's what we want to do now. We but, but they're then, gonna dismiss the nine years. They're gonna say, Oh, the last two years was shit. Okay, well maybe you learn from that. You know, you can't you know, you're not gonna get it right every time. No, oh, you're not. And look at the greats, you know what I'm saying? Uh Belichick. Suck <laughs> in Cleveland. But that's because Cleveland had a shit roster. He gets to the Patriots and they got a pretty damn good, good roster. roster yeah. And he's able to and make match. He happens to draft the greatest quarterback of all time. So yeah. <laughs> as we've shown, as he showed shown himself, it's not it wasn't Belichick that won for them. It was mostly TB. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. So on the heels of that, we're talking about that now. And I'm personally, I'm not gonna say proud of the Texans because I see why they did it. So now I'm not gonna sit up and say that you know they made a they made a safe move. They were forced. They made a safe bet. To hire Lovey Smith because the guy they wanted, they knew they couldn't hire. They were told they, they couldn't hire. From what I understand, the NFL intervened in them in the Texans hiring Josh McCown, seeing that his lack of experience, and then with all of the uh, media going on with Brian Flores and uh, and uh, sorry for y'all that can hear me scratching my leg. <laughs> all the media uh, spotlight going on for the Flores lawsuit. You know, what I'm saying. The NFL was like, yo, y'all can't hire this fucking, and, and for lack of better words, y'all can't hire this inexperienced white boy when we got this 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 black man out here saying that we're giving unfair jobs to, then you'll be doing exactly what he boy. wants. But, but after the hire of Levy Smith, Mr. Brian Flores being the savvy guy that he is, he tweeted out, well, good on the Texans for hiring uh, Mr. Levy Smith. They are doing what is necessary for the league, and he kind of hinted that the idea of the fact that he wasn't even being considered for the head coaching job before the entire before the entire lawsuit dropped. So this, no matter what the Texans did, whether they would have hired McCown or hired Lovey Smith, it still shows that that there is discrimination in the in the hiring practices of these teams. Because, like I said, Lovey Smith wasn't. They always announce when they're. Uh, interviewing the head coach and Lovey Smith never got announced. never got announced until the day before he got hired. <laughs> All we kept hearing about was Josh McCown, Josh, Josh McCown, McCown and, uh, Jason, uh, Jeff yeah. Gannon, yeah, and Gannon. Yeah, Flores was in there. Flores was in there. He was in but there. We know damn well they went for to hire him after he decided to sue the uh, NFL, and after he after he blew the whistle on Bill Belichick and who we have down here, yeah. people from the Belichick tree. But they stupid man. If so, they would have, if they if, uh, if a team were to hire Flores, they would gain more clout than the NFL because I know that they're not hiring him probably because the NFL is hinting at they don't want him to get hired. You know what I'm saying? But if uh, whatever team hires him, if, if a team hires him, they're gonna receive a lot of positive publicity. They're gonna get some hate too, but they're gonna they're gonna, know, a lot they're gonna get some positive. hate from that from that usual. Crowd, yeah, that usual crowd. You know, the crowd that hated kneeling and shit. They really gonna hate if if a team hires Flores. But you know what? If they hired him, uh, he would definitely. Number one, he's a good coach. You know what I'm saying? But he I has the chops. Yeah, he has the experience. He has the chops. He, he, he his his resume cannot be denied. The only Plain thing that I question is how involved would he have to be in the in that lawsuit throughout the year. And would that take away from him being able to coach the team? That's the only question that I have. You know what I'm saying? Just like how Deshaun Watson didn't play. You know what I'm saying? But he was dealing with that whole lawsuit shit. 
know, he, being though he was the defendant mm-hmm. in this case, uh, 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 Flores is the plaintiff. So I mean, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see to see what happens. Um, well, congratulations, to Louis Smith. Of course, and as it stands right now, we have nine. He's sixty-three years old. Still kicking. Two years until retirement. <laughs> I just had to put that information out there. Go ahead. But yeah, but we also want to see what um, we have. We have nine draft picks um, as it stands right now. How many in the first round? One. I know we have one in the first round. Yeah. So we have one in the first round. So definitely, whenever they get, oh, we got th- a couple in the fifth. I don't even think we have a. I don't think they have a seventh round draft pick. But I think they got like two in the fourth or something like that. Yeah. Maybe. So with that being said, whenever they trade uh, uh, D, you know, DW, DW four. Mm-hmm. And whenever they tra- and it looks like they're also putting Laramie Tunsil on the chopping block as well. Yeah, they were having they had to convince him to practice sometimes. He's just not in it, and I feel that you know what I'm saying he's a vet. He got only a few more years left. He's looking for a big contract. Go to a team that's gonna win. Yeah, Texas probably not gonna win in the next couple of years. Yeah, it'll know? probably be yeah. another two, three years yeah. before you can talk about that. So, so we go. He went about it the wrong way, you know what I'm saying? But I mean, I mean yeah, going and, like having to cut deals to go to practice, like. Yeah, so you know, definitely be looking and looking at that. So we could possibly go from nine picks to in the double digits, say maybe I don't know, fourteen, maybe twelve, fourteen picks. We don't even need that. I'd be happy with ten and just having one extra pick in the first round. Okay, well that could possibly happen. So it def so we'll definitely see how this team is going to uh, move forward post the David Cully uh, debacle. Um, see how it's going. How they're going to move forward? See, they're definitely, they're being investigated for that too. Because of course they are. Yeah, you know, fire him after one year, and he did just as good as the team did when they had a stacked roster. So, uh, so definitely or just as bad as the team did right. when they had a stacked. So roster. it's definitely going to be that. Um, we'll definitely see how uh, Mr. Cesario is going to handle things in the off season. I heard there are some free agents that will be available. We can probably probably get for cheap. So there's yeah. definitely. Nick Casserole has probably like one. Uh, you think he'll get a chance to hire a third head coach? That's a question I've been hearing about a lot. Yeah. If, I if do. Lovey Smith, you know, only stays for like two, three years or whatever. Yeah, you know? I do. Because, because I don't want, I'm going to say it, even though I hope it's not true. Lovey Smith is not, Lovey Smith is a bridge coach. Oh yeah, no, he's he, too old to be a long term coach. Yeah. He, what they're going to, what, basically what the Texans are doing is, and I have so a So is Cully. Kelly was sixty three as well. Yeah, but what basically one thing they're going to do is, is that they're going to use they're going to use um, Loving to come in. They're going to find a way to bring McGowan in to have him shadow him, or give him a job somewhere on the team so he can gain that experience. So when they're done with Lovey or Lovey decides to move out the way, uh-huh. they already have their next head coach in the wing. And well, it will be Josh McGowan. Josh now, McCown will get a position on the on the on the uh, staff. Yeah, sure. definitely, definitely. Yeah. And by doing that, that's going to include more things to give him the you know the the chutzpah, you know the 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 pedigree to say well, he could be a head coach. When obviously he couldn't. He's probably going to be a wide receivers coach. Probably, but depending like for that high school. Yeah, but depending, I think depending on how this Florida situation uh, pans out. Oh, we ain't gonna know nothing about that for like another year or two. But depending on how on how this situation pans out, it might start looking a lot more colorful around the league. Because like I said, they're making too much noise to wipe it all away. Making too much noise. We'll see about and, that. You're talking about a bunch of men who don't like being told what to do. Yeah. And they got the money to not have to listen to folks. So we'll see. 
True, but you also but that <laughs> money ain't gonna but that money ain't gonna last forever, and eventually, if no, you don't, absolutely. But then again, if you don't start putting a winning product, but it definitely will last for at least the next five to ten years. <laughs> so, are you willing to mortgage your team and your fan base for that? You think they give a shit? We'll see. Will they Maybe. lose their fan base? You know what I'm saying? You think really think people are just gonna just stop watching football because no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not gonna say stop watching football, right. but what I, but what I will say is they, they could lose a big fan. They could lose a big but fan if base, we, but they didn't lose that, that big of a fan base after Kaepernick. Not necessarily not a big, but the stands were kind of empty. You lost some sales. Nothing significant. Tracking shows, they lost something as far as sales go. Yeah, it was going down, but it was nothing like too significant. And it was basically based around the same time as an election. And that's usually when people stop really watching football. It's usually election year. They always lose points on that. So I, I just don't think that they really lost that much. I honestly don't. And that's why they didn't do anything. They did, okay, they did some symbolic shit, right? They even started showing Kaepernick again, playing football in some of their ads. You know, a whole year later and shit. Two, three, right. two years later, three years later. Notice that. I do know. Two, three years later is what it took for them to start Sean Kaepernick again. That's true. They do whatever the fuck they want. Right. Fair <laughs> enough. But hopefully. It's going to take for them players to stop playing before something really happens. You mean basically yeah, tanking? They, they, no, they need to strike. Mm-hmm. Well. And then if they miss a couple of weeks of them uh them gate sales at them stadiums, maybe they reconsider. Maybe, but we have to see because we're pretty much, we're pretty much talking about billionaires. Yeah. They they don't honor the contracts that they keep, not always. Even look at Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer gets fired and they're not trying to pay him. I don't give a fuck. They shouldn't pay him, honestly, if I in my I opinion. Think <laughs> the, I think the reason why Urban Meyer isn't going to get his money. It's like you said of the way he got fired and the That's way he, and the way he handled his 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 job. Yeah, he, David he Cully is David Cully is getting his check, even though his dismissal was a lot suspect. But he did but everything they wanted. Yeah, him to do. but he That's did right. everything they wanted, and he's still getting cut a check. So I do think when it comes down to that, is how you leave is what's going to get you paid. I can't say one thing. One thing David Cully can say for the rest of his life is, in his solo, his sole year as a head coach, he had a better record than the legendary Urban Meyer. <laughs> it's not saying and much. And I'm walking away with $22 million <laughs> and tax And he's walking away with $22 million tax-free. Tax-free. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I don't know about tax-free. They paid the, he's, only, he's getting the rest of it paid over the next three years, so it's going to be some tax. Okay, fair enough, it's fair enough. But... At least the conversation is open. Um, I'm still, if I, if I didn't say it before, I'm going to say it now. I'm hoping that some of our uh, celebrities, some of our African-American celebrities, take this as a cue to potentially get into the market and start putting some of that money you own into an NFL franchise so you can try to have stock and ownership in something Be- rather than just the jewelry and you know we could go on and on about because that there are there may potentially be some opportunities coming up for some teams to be purchased be based off of this Brian Flores lawsuit you know if they're able to prove that his head coach or that his own the team owner of the the owner of the Miami Dolphins offered him 
$100,000 per loss when he was first hired back in 2019, then that owner will be removed from his mm-hmm. position because that, that breaches their, their competition uh, contract or laws and rules. And then also, too, uh, who else might have that same argument? Uh, Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackson in Cleveland. Yep. He's, also, he's also claiming the same thing with Cleveland for two years. And I believe him. Because that team wasn't that fucking bad. No, they went one in thirty. One in thirty in two no. years. Not bad. I'm one in thirty-two. So we've one year seen, they lost every game, and then one year. I mean, we've seen worse. They, they I mean, I'm like the the Detroit Lions had the perfect season. They didn't win any games. Yeah, they went zero and sixteen. So, you know, it's it's pretty much. But the be- Browns went zero and sixteen as well. I believe. Go ahead, finish out this. But. I think what it is, it is basically being shown, and this is probably going to be a little uh, a kick to the chest, but as long as it's white, it's right. If it's colored, it must be the brother. And the sad part about it is, is that people are going to turn a blind eye to this. Mm-hmm. They're going to turn a blind eye to this, and they're going to try, and, and, and they're going to try to make it. What it's not, but it, but then again, it is what it is. You don't want to give the black man a chance. And Hugh Jackson went a staggering three and thirty six. One time, one time during his tenure, mm-hmm. including going one and fifteen in his first season, and then going zero and sixteen in his second season. So that means he won two games in his third season <laughs> with a tie. So that's a that's a that's a big improvement. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, since you don't have video, you really can't see but what they're doing. But they fucked him, man. And then quite honestly, I can't remember if it was with the Cleveland Browns or if it was with the uh Oakland. Or with the with the Raiders when he, he lost a family member. No, it was with the Browns, right? Because it was during the pandemic, he lost like his brother or something right before the season started. His brother committed suicide or some shit. Yeah, yeah, and they they let him go. Like after that season, that he was just they they wanted him to keep coaching, but he just couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. So, yeah, they let him go. But they were gonna let him go anyways. <laughs> yeah, they were pretty much that they're, they're looking for an excuse. I'm I'm personally hoping, and this is just my hope. I I hope that Lovey Smith comes in and he does a fantastic job. Turns around this franchise, gets get us back. I'll, I'll, that, I'll, bank, that bank's on how much the organization actually supports it. I'll be happy. I'll sell for eight and eight. I'll sell for. I'll sell for a five hundred season. Man, I settled for a six win season on this first season. No bullshit. I settled for a six win a six win season this first season. I'll go on record with maybe two division wins. I'll go on record by saying I hope he owes five hundred. I hope I hope when it's all oh, yeah, I hope that too. Because saying. at least that. <laughs> oh no, you can't go five hundred. Not no more. Seventeen games, eight and nine or nine and eight. Unless there you, you go. Tie one. Unless you go eight and eight and tie one. There you go. <laughs> eight you, nine or nine and eight. Yeah, or go eight and eight and tie a game. That's the only way you can go five hundred. Okay, <laughs> well then you have it, folks. Seventeen games without seventeen, nine and eight, and they're fine. I, yeah. I want I want to go for nine and eight or eight and nine in, in his in his first. In his, in his first tenure, because I do believe, even though we do have a lot of 
rookies and journeymen and whatever. I do believe with the rookies that we do have, plus some people we picked up, there is the potential for those players to basically get their shot and become great and not mediocre. The chance, to the, the chance is there. Give them a chance to actually develop. Um, we do have a few positions that's that's going to need help that hopefully they will address in the draft and in free agency. Um, uh, there are some some nicely named free agents out there on the market. And they mostly need help on defense, offense, and special teams. Basically, they need help around the whole team because you just named the whole team. So uh, there's definitely uh, room for improvement. And I believe the improvement is there. And I do believe, and since they have the money to spend. Yeah, they do. They have the money to spend. And they're about to free up even more when they get rid of Deshaun. Yeah. And Laramie. Yeah. So with that type of money, you, you're on the road. You're actually on the track, on the cusp of becoming a better team. And just, and just under one season. Now, of course, as we you know proceed, whether it be one or two seasons, we definitely want to see those numbers definitely increase. Because honestly speaking, whether whether you want to marry or not, if you lose your city, then you're in trouble. If your city no longer supports the team, you're in trouble. Yeah. You're definitely going to be in trouble. Well, right now they're doing okay with Lovey Smith, even though I feel like they kind of did that as like a last minute move. No, don't no, it was a last let's call it it was a last minute move. Mm-hmm. They didn't even pay Lovey Smith the respect mm-hmm. to even give him an interview. They basically just made him the head coach to be to basically tell people, see, I have a black friend too. And there you have it. That's all it is. That's my because, sentiments exactly. Because if Lovey Smith, looking at his pedigree, if Lovey Smith was be considered as a coach, you would have talked to him first absolutely he was already off of already work. on the staff on the staff so but unless you're gonna but unless you're gonna sit up here and lie to us and tell us well you know we had this planned all along and you know we gave you know unless you want to tell us that lie go ahead but do you think we were born at night or last night is the question and also even during that i want to challenge the, the, the actual fans even myself how long are we going to keep supporting a franchise that obviously does stuff like this? Shit, I don't buy tickets. That is, you know. <laughs> I don't buy tickets. Or you're right. We don't buy tickets. I watch it on TV sometimes. Yeah, but we do have fans who do buy oh, gear. Shit. My mic kind so, of bad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But when are we as the fans, when are we going to say enough is enough? When are we going to make our voices heard? Because if you don't have nobody in the stands to watch the game, you don't have beer, you don't have drinks, you don't have hot dogs, you don't have anything to sell because ain't nobody here. So I'm hoping, this is just my hope, I'm, I'm, I'm full of hope today, even though I'm feeling a little down, but, I'm, but I have hope that with the hiring of Lovey Smith, with, the, with basically Brian Flores pulling back the curtain on the NFL and this whole good old boy system, I'm hoping that within the near future we're able to address it and get some more qualified coaches of color in in, in the NFL. I mean, because heck, after all, we're what? I don't like that phrase. Coaches of color. I want black coaches. Okay, I don't fine. even like the word black, but you know, it's, it, it explains exactly okay, what I'm African talking about. Okay, African American. No, no, but I'm just saying it explains. I do that because it's easier for other people, but. It explains directly which group we're talking about because, you know what I'm saying, you say people of color, then they'll just start hiring, you know what I mean? Anybody that had – because it seems like they're hiring a lot of folks, people who have like these CEO mentalities. 
Yeah, they yeah. are. They are. They are doing that. They all hard like do have a CEO not, mentality. They don't necessarily know anything about football, but they, they know how to spend CEO money. Mentality. Yeah, they know how to, they had a CEO mentality, kind of how Bill Belichick was. That's that's basically how he did things. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't get, but that's the thing though. Bill Belichick don't get close to nobody, and he don't become friends with none of his players. He didn't, yeah. even, do, he didn't even do it with Tom Brady. No, he didn't. No, he didn't at all. Yeah. Uh, but and he, and, he would dress Tom Brady up all the way the fuck down. In front of everybody, just like just like he was a regular fucking, like he was a rookie. Right. <laughs> I know the and we can't, hell, let's talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers. For 20 years he did that, too. I just want to let y'all know. It wasn't it wasn't like he just did it in the first five, and then once he became the great Tom Brady, he stopped. Nope, he did that shit all the way through to the end. <laughs> and did he Thomas did. didn't like that shit. Like, and did he did. Now. But he kept telling the team to put up with it because we win it. That's the one thing he would always tell guys. Guys that would always want to go against Bill Belichick, and they were always ready to fucking knock his block off. And Tom worked. Brady would be like, "Look, yes, I don't like it either, but this motherfucker knows how to get us. To, we win. Put up with it. The shit that he got plus what I'm doing put together. You put up with his bullshit. We win. And yeah, they did that shit. They did that. They did as well. So I'm hoping, personally, I'm hoping that that there will be a big change and a big push. Within 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 the NFL, I think it's 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 well overdue. That shit ain't happening until some of these owners fucking until the owners are different. Okay, until the well, owners until the owners are different and until the players fucking. Well, look, well, let's talk about the owners who are different. When we can't do that without talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers, that owner, where was he from originally? I think you said what? Um, I, I I heard I heard someone saying that he was from. New York, Brooklyn, New York, and he grew up. Oh no, 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 no! That's um, um, the Raiders. Al what? Al Davis. Al Davis. the first, yeah, the father, whatever. Yeah, he he hired the technically the first black coach in the NFL, and that's because he grew up in Brooklyn. He grew up around black people, so he was able to see. The he could see we were human. He was comfortable around it because that's mainly the main issue. I think we said this the last time. That's the main issue is that these owners. You know what I'm saying? If you if you don't want to say it's racism, but it is in a certain in a way, they are looking for somebody that they can communicate with, they can connect with, that they're familiar with. And also looking for someone And they're all above seventy, so I mean who has as you said, who has the same mindset. Mm-hmm. And because who do you talk to? You talk to people who are like minded like yourself. Not so, only like minded, but they look like you as well. Well well yeah. well that too. So like I said, it, I believe with this, this definitely, this is definitely going. The conversations are going to have to be had. You're going to have a conversation, and you're going to tell these teams, "Look, if you guys do not start doing what you're doing, we will come up with ways to make you do it." And man, man you, you know, it. you know what though? I mean, that just sounds great. I mean, it sounds great, but I mean, we do. Roger have- Goodell is the commissioner, but. The owners run him. He just suggests shit and hey guys, we should do this and do that. But ultimately, the decision is made by the owners. So, do you think it might be a, a Donald Sterling situation? Yeah, I mean that's the only thing I think that could happen. In order for them to save face, they're gonna have to sacrifice a lamb. You know what I mean? So, so somebody's gonna, so so somebody's gonna have to get it. Yeah, it's probably gonna be the Miami Dolphins coach. Probably. Yeah. Because it's not going to be the Cleveland coach. Well, I mean, it's going to be the Miami Dolphins owner, and and maybe the Cleveland owner will will get some repercussions from this too. 
but we'll we'll see if if they go through all the way through with Hugh Jackson's claims. Yeah. So do you think if they you think Miami might get the death penalty? I don't know. We'll see. Depending on how much evidence he has. And um, and if he got a video of that man saying this shit or audio tape or some shit of that man saying this shit, then yeah, they probably they don't have to push him out. Not push him out, buy him out. Yeah, push him out. <laughs> it's the same thing because if you buy him out, you're giving him money. But if you let him stay, he's constantly making money every single year. You know what I'm saying? And he'll make that little $2 billion or whatever. Or he'll make that little fucking 10 15 $20 billion or whatever they had get for selling the team. He'll make that back in like two, three years if he kept yeah. the team, if he still held on to the team. Five years or whatever. But once he said it, he get a lump sum. Yeah, but... Once again, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is just something that, that that I suggest we all pay attention to. And the, the sports fans, uh, but it, it is it does have a lot to do with so, with social issues. We, 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 even with social issues, yeah. this is I I don't want this to be dumbed down to just a sports thing. No, this is a social thing. This yeah. is a cultural. Thing. This happens in the yes. It, oh, exactly. this, this, this happens across the, the board. Did this yeah. happen in corporate America? This happened with white collar jobs, blue collar jobs. This this is this is everywhere. So I want us. Uh, to pay attention to it and see, can we definitely learn from it? That's the, that's definitely what I want. Mm-hmm. So, and hopefully, I, I I believe that that we can get it, you know. But let's talk about something else. Let, let, yeah, let, let, right. let's, let let's try to uplift the mood a little bit. Okay, so y'all bring a, uh, we'll switch the topic. So there's a there's a, a, a guy in the news that I just discovered. There's some information in the news I just discovered recently. And this man has come with a product. Yeah, this is uh, that can power. This is a uh, this is a man from Africa, as it said in the uh, TikTok <laughs> or the fucking Instagram video that I watched. This man, these men from Africa created a new type of energy source. Men from Africa, and I'm like, who the fuck is this dude? You know, because Instagram just gives you all the information. So I, you know, I, I took some time. I read some of the comments. Nobody knew who the fuck it was. It was just one person that was like, he's from Zimbabwe. I was like, all right, bet. Probably his cousin. So I took my fucking, my uh, digital sleuth skills and uh, hopped on the old Googleizer there and typed in the old bibbidi boop digits and numbers and shit. Looked up Zimbabwe uh, uh, self-powered generator, right? Did that shit, boom, found the person I was looking for uh, found the actual product that I was looking for, right? And uh, it ended up leading me to a young fella named uh, Maxwell. I apologize, folks. I'm about to slaughter this last name. Maxwell. Maxwell. I got it. I got it. Maxwell Chikumbuzo. Chikumbuzo. That sounds Chikumbuzo. pretty close. Chikumbuzo. Chikumbuzo, yeah, T-S-O at the end. That shit kind of fucks me up. But yeah, and he developed what they call, let me get this right, he developed what they call microsonic, it's a microsonic elect, ah, fuck, man, I'm fucking it up. It's a self-powered device. It powers itself, ultimately, <laughs> right? I'll find the actual name of it. It's a microsonic something. It's a self-powered device. And ultimately what it does, it's like a little generator. It's probably about the width of your door frame in your room and probably uh, the same height as well. Probably give or take, you know, six inches or so. Right. right. And it looks so like you can do a lot with six inches, ladies and gentlemen. You can do a lot with six inches. Anyways, uh, <laughs> so uh, you take this thing and, and you plug it in and, <laughs> and, it'll, and it can, what it does is that it converts the radio frequencies 
in the air. You hear me? And there's Mr. Maxwell. I'm gonna I'm gonna get this man his I'm gonna get this man his flowers. All right, I'm gonna take every effort and I'm gonna say this man's name. All right, well, you're I'm not, not gonna blow him off like them white folks. You're not getting flowers. You chopping down his garden. Nah, I'm well. Guess what? I'm cultivating and we gonna reharvest and we gonna use the the the, the chopped up flower seeds as mulch and we gonna we gonna regrow this garden. But Mr. Mr. Maxwell Chikumbu Yeah, him. Yeah. Uh, with his with his device, it, it's powered off of radio frequencies in the air, and mm-hmm. it converts them right. And as as Mr. Maxwell said, it was a gift from God, so he ain't trying to he ain't trying to sell this thing. He's trying to give it out there for free. It runs off of off of radio frequencies in the air. You hear me? No gas. You don't have to plug it into no socket. You don't have to put no kind of fuel at all. Right? The fuel is in the air, and it converts it. And one of these generators, like I explained to you about the width of a door frame in a standard house and about six inches taller, it can power 300 houses 24-7 for up to 25 years, right? Which means that all you have to do basically is replace the parts whenever they wear out, okay? Yeah. Yeah. No, no. The question is, is no, one. that's not the question yet. It's just one of the questions that I had. I don't want to even put that shit in people's heads. So okay. I'm not going to say it on here. But I'm sure you guys can figure the fuck out what only thing that will bother me as far as like just having to replace the parts of a machine every 20 years or so. Right. It's probably cost. But guess what? All year, you ain't paying for no fucking electricity. So therefore, so therefore, if your money, oh, excuse savvy, me, I'm sorry, all year for 15, 20 years, you're not paying for electricity. So if you're money savvy, <laughs> you're right. the money that you pay for love, you can actually save that money. Fuck yeah, man, hell yeah. Or you can already have spare parts, you know, set aside for whenever that time comes, and then you can replace them. Or you, whatever, like they'll figure all that shit out. The, first, the fact w- of the matter is that this dude just created a generator that can fucking power three hundred houses for twenty five years. And 20%. it's gonna put some people. Yeah, out it's gonna be a lot of folks that don't like it. So I want y'all to know this man's name, hear this man's name, and 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 look out. Check on your people, okay? Make sure this man don't get fucking murked in the streets of fucking Zimbabwe or some shit because he just created some shit that literally can put Exxon, Mobil, Texaco, and every other BP, Shell, he can put all them motherfuckers out of business. He can. So. You don't even need a battery for this thing. You hear me? Like it works in the snow. It don't matter if the sun is out. And it don't matter if it's fucking raining, this thing's still gonna pump out electricity because that them radio frequencies is always in the air. Yeah, just look him up, guys. He, uh, uh, he the name of his company, uh, and oh my goodness, uh, it starts with an S, but uh, it's his actual company in Zimbabwe. It's some legit shit. Look it up for yourselves. Uh, I am stalling because I am looking for the name of the And company. why he's stalling. There we go. And why he's stalling, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to start doing uh, some more TikToks. Um, as you see, my good friend, he's starting to do some TikToks. And it's time for me to jump in the fray. It's time for me to go ahead and dip my foot in the water, throw my name in the hat. So in the coming future, uh, you'll start seeing TikTok videos from not just him and, and uh, from myself. And... Um, I can easily say I'm gonna have to get some help to do my TikTok videos. So you, you'll it, figure it out. Yeah, I'll, I'll figure it out. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask for help. 
So don't be surprised if you see a few videos posted and you see um, my daughter in a few videos and you see my girlfriend in a few videos because, you know, I might have to get their help to, you know, to just get on out there and just put it out there for the people to see and for the people to enjoy. So you can see that we have as much fun as making the product and getting the product, getting the product ready, putting your hands when you come by and pick it up. You can also see us having fun doing a job that we're happy to do to and be then, at a service to people. And then why do people do TikToks, right? If they have like these types of things like podcasts and stores and Advertisement. stuff. They, yeah, well they want you to they want you to know who they are. You know what I'm saying? They want you to know who they are because as we all know, when it comes to dealing with folks and, you know, giving people your attention or listening to them talk, like you have to like who they are, right? They gotta sure. have a certain you, level you gotta of like them. Yeah, you gotta like them. So first you gotta like them, then 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 the other L L word will come into position. But you gotta like them first. Yeah, you gotta like them and then you know what I'm saying, then you'll listen to them and you'll give them attention. You know, maybe like friends and like virtual friends is what podcasters are. They give you sometimes some helpful information. No, you just talk about shit that you're interested in. And for the all five of you motherfuckers, oh, that audience and almost doubled. Boy, <laughs> all five of you motherfuckers, uh, you know, may have may share some some of our interests. So, but yeah, so here we go back to this man, Mister Maxwell. <sighs> Fuck, it's not on the screen anymore. Uh, where is it? His name is not on the screen no more. So now I'm now I'm having a Mister Maxwell Chikumbuzo. Yeah, try to say yeah, try to say that three times fast. Chicken butso, chicken butso, chicken butso, chicka chicka. Yeah, anyways, sound like a combo special. Like that shit. Remember that shit that chicka chicka. That shit that secret. Yeah. I rem- you know what? I remember. I remember the movie where I heard it from. The secret of my success with an early, younger Michael J. Fox. <laughs> Holy shit! I, I can't remember that. My head, wow. my head is full of a lot of useless knowledge. Jesus. Old movies are great, man. But a lot better than some of the ones we got out now. So So Mr. Michael C. Uh he is the CEO. There you go. <laughs> Stop it. Maxwell Mr. C. Mr. Mr. Maxwell Mr. Maxwell Chick. Uh he, so. yeah. He is the CEO of a company called Saith. Saith Group. That's S A I T H. And for you military folks, that's Sierra Alpha Sierra Alpha India Tango Hotel group right and uh the machine is called the greener power machine in other words gpm yeah and i'm not making fun of the brother but he said it himself the idea was sent to me from god from, no i'm sorry he said they say god differently from good it, it was sent to me from good yeah, right i believe him <laughs> shit because the fucking, the fucking the fucking source of energy is in the air it's all around us for us to use okay I will not. I am not trying to get rich from this. I want to give this to the world, and especially underdeveloped co- countries, where they have no access to electricity. You know, as right now, dude, this is what he said. Right now, I'm doing my interpretation of his 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 uh, presentation. Right now, doing the pan- throw some vibranium in there. Right now, <laughs> right now, doing the presentation. I mean, right now, doing the pandemic because this was he filmed this in 2020. Right. All of the children they don't go to school here in Zimbabwe. Okay, because you know Zimbabwe it does not have much electricity. When you fly over at nighttime, you see nothing. It's nothing but darkness, and it's not. It's not. It is not dark. What did he say? He said it is not dark because because of the people. You know, I skin. Now he didn't say that, <laughs> but he, it is dark because there is no light. Okay, so what I am doing here is trying to make it to where now with the children that are out during the pandemic, 
if they can have these generators accessible, then yeah. they will be able to have, this is the ground base for them to have uh, access to the internet and to be able to take internet courses. So Akon, uh, if, if you can hear this, jump on this. This, this, is, this is one of your fellow countrymen. Is he from Zimbabwe? Who? Akon? No, so you doing the you doing, I, you doing I, American I, I, thing? No, I know he's from Africa. He's from, which country, nigga? It's like a whole bunch of <laughs> But Akon, he's, he's, he's your continent man. Yeah, he's from the but same I, continent. But, as I mean, boss, but Akon also he also uh, was doing what like what sixty million to uh, actually give power to yeah, a lot of countries in, in Africa. So yeah, hopefully him and some other folks hop on to this. Yeah, shit. you know, so hopefully they won't hop on that train and get that train going. But it's not about making money though. But yeah, here, but, but here, hold on. Funding to be able to okay, build okay, okay. Wait, yeah. not trying to not trying to monetize the situation yeah. or weaponize the situation using money. Oh, it's gonna get but, weaponized. But I'm not like, but there is gonna be some kind Eventually. of financial compensation. Mm-hmm. For this idea, so let's so but let's not try to make it what it's all about. It let's, doesn't have to be a financial conversation for it. Somewhere, some way, someone's gonna find somebody's gonna find dollar. a way to, to tweak the I, patent and make their own version of it and then try to sell it. But that's gonna be obsolete because unless they find something else that that makes a makes a better version of this product, right? Because it, is, okay. it does have its limitations. True. The, though the limitations are very small, it does have limitations. I, I was, I, you know, I was thinking about all this shit. It's like, what if they upscale it, right, and make it to where they can make one huge one that can power like a fucking city block, not just three hundred. I mean, well, more than three hundred houses is a city block, but it can power like a fucking county, or or an entire city. You know, with with um, I don't know how many houses does a normal city have? Twenty thousand, thirty thousand houses, some shit. No more than that, right? More than yeah, that. right. Fifty, sixty thousand houses. 50, what if they can scale it up and make it to where they can make one generator that can run ten thousand houses? You know what I'm saying? Okay. How about how many make a scale big enough you can run that you can run a whole neighborhood? You can run. Eventually, it's going to get to the point where you can run a whole city and yeah. you can run a whole state. Uh, uh, you know, but uh, it would still be an array of things because even with uh, even with regular electricity that we have now, there's like an array of like substations that you have to set up in order to run neighborhoods and shit. So. True, yeah, but if they can get it to the point of running like maybe say five to ten thousand houses off of one machine. That will basically one to one. You know, don't 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 fucking hold me to it, people. My numbers may be kind of off, but that will basically hold a one to one replacement on the on the on our proprietary systems of elect, electricity. Based in other words, ladies and gentlemen, once we, as we've always stated, we are not experts. No, but we definitely um, want to. Encourage we you. We sure think about shit though. Oh yeah, but definitely want to encourage you to actually get out there and do the research yeah. for yourself. And um, I'm gonna say, and make this my make this one of the last things I say before we close out. Mm-hmm. We need to go back to the day of going to the library of reading and understanding, mm-hmm. and also doing well, our own research. Well, I'm. I, I brother, guess I'm. Brother, old... you know how I am. Yes, I know. Okay, but... so the library. No, I get what you're trying to say, though. We need to start. We need to start educating ourselves. We need to start educating yeah, ourselves. Right. I'm still a fan of the library because you know, hey, I. Just, it's... I mean, what you gonna go to the library to do? To get on a computer? Yeah, I don't have a printer at home. Oh, so you're just going for a printer? Today I did. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm like, why would you tell it? <laughs> I'm saying. I'm. I'm. I'm saying. I'm saying that to say. That we as a people, we need to spend a lot less time with the electronics 
and spend more time actually going outside, reading books, and expanding our minds rather than just becoming slaves. I disagree. To our you phones. can. I mean, I agree with you going outside. Rather than becoming slaves to our phones, I agree and with things that, of that nature. I agree with the going outside, but you can all you can learn from these devices. It's just a matter. It's just a matter of how you, it's it's how you use them. Right? It should be a balance. No, it's just how you use them. I, I don't like it when people say. I mean, yes, these phones do affect people's like uh, feelings and emotions with all these algorithms and and all of this bullshit that distracts us. You know, what I'm saying all okay, these beeps, and beeps and bops and boop 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 all the fucking time alerts and shit going off or whatever. And I can see the benefits of actually taking a fucking paper book, sitting down, cutting that goddamn phone and that computer off, and then just reading and then diving all the way into it. Oh, hell, I, you know, I, I'm, not, I'm not going to say cut it off, but listen to some music. But read a book. Expand. I, I guess what I'm yeah. saying is... I, I'm, I'm going to read my book on my phone. I'm just That's what I was ultimately I was getting to. It's like, I read books on my phone. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. But ultimately, I, on my computer. But ultimately, what I'm saying is, let's, let's, let's bring back the days of... Expanding our minds and not being so narrow-minded on issues, because the knowledge is out there. But the thing is, is that I, I agree with you. I'm going to tell you why we can't do that right now, okay? Because in order to survive in this world, in most cases where people are the working class folks, thinking about the stuff that I think about or that you know philosophers think about or people that actually deal with all of these like ideas of the future and shit, right? None of that's really beneficial to them. To us, the working class. This is why a lot of people don't. I mean, not not beneficial. Uh, 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 it's not beneficial to us uh, immediately, right? Like learning these things. Yes, they will help society develop and grow and become more diverse and more educated and more uh, 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 exploratory and not just stuck on thinking about how much money can I make? Because that's what that's what we're at right now. Right now, people are just like, yeah, I need to make money to be able to pay bills. I don't care about all that other fucking uh, science and all that other bullshit. Right now, I'm trying to make sure everybody got food. And it's like people won't... I think there's a lot of people in this country who are in the situation where the main thing they're thinking about is having a good time, right? Well, I'm going to put it in order. They're thinking about putting money, getting money to put food on the table and be able to take care of themselves and their family and then being able to occasionally have a good fucking time doing something. That's okay. it. That's it. They don't have time to sit and contemplate. At least they don't want to sit and contemplate on, you know, what could be the future, electricity, free energy, and yada, yada, yada. They probably like, you know what, man? Free energy is all good and dandy. And when we get there one day, shit, I'm going to be happy. But right now, we ain't there. So I don't give a fuck. I got to pay these bills. <laughs> and that's yeah. probably the, the and that's probably the thinking. But, yeah. I mean, hey, start off small. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna say go hard in the paint. Yeah, just dedicate maybe thirty minutes to like looking up something that you don't normally do. No, give yeah. just give thirty minutes. Yeah, maybe 30. something that you might have in, in the past thought, man, that seems interesting, but then you never could get around to it because you can't focus on it. Yeah, just yeah. So uh, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say just thirty minutes. Thirty minutes, shut everything down, read a book, or I, 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 I meditate ten minutes. Okay, that's meditate. not an easy fucking thing to do either. Cause you know what I'm saying, like I do that shit every day. But meditating for a good ten minutes or so is a good way of clearing your mind. Especially like if you're stressing the fuck out and you got a lot of shit on your mind. Just sitting somewhere, no TV, no audio, no phone, no nothing. You can probably cut a light on. You sit somewhere <laughs> comfortable. You know what I'm saying? And just sit there doing nothing for ten minutes and just see what you come up with. Yeah, you just. 
Because your thoughts, you're going to see, you're going to be left with your thoughts. And now all you got to do is just sit here and try to work through your thoughts. Mm-hmm. But you can't really quiet them. I remember people back in the day used to always say, when you meditate, try to clear your mind. And it's just like, no, don't try to clear your mind. Just hear your thoughts. Don't react to them. Just hear them and then just kind of... The be- the easiest way to clear your mind is to just focus on your breathing. That's it. No. Actually focus in on your breathing. Like in, like actively go in out like in your mind and you know what i mean and then that's a good way but yeah yeah sitting up telling somebody oh clear your mind you, that you can't the more the harder you try to clear your mind the more your mind gonna be full of shit so yeah, just exactly. focus on one thing that's the whole point of the meditation is being able to focus well there you go ladies and gentlemen this was a quick one we want to put on out there to, to, to keep things pumping um so as i say before i close out i'm going to say this um, dedicate 30 minutes to doing something that you've never done before and broaden your horizons and, and broaden your minds um, to all the people who are fortunate to have someone in their life. Uh, y'all do right on Valentine's Day, whatever that is, whatever your budget can afford. And this takes me back to a meme that I saw on Facebook. There was a guy on a bus who had a bouquet of balloons and a $5 hot and ready pizza. People clown, people clown that man. But you know what? He put forth the effort that a lot of you chicks wish that someone would do for you. So, um, for all the lovers out there, uh, keep up forth with the efforts and do your best and you will be appreciated. For everyone else, um, signing off, this is John Spartan, a.k.a. The Demolition Man, the baddest man alive who takes no mess and who takes no... Ooh, ooh, ooh. Wait for it. Jive. If you want to catch a maniac, you have to send a maniac. And I'm here with my good friend. <laughs> the, the Master Ronin Show. No. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Run a low energy, people. I need to eat. But anyway, but other than that, ladies and gentlemen, you have a you have a wonderful day and a wonderful weekend. It is Super Bowl weekend, and I'm gonna make my early prediction to say I believe the Cincinnati Bengals will win the Super Bowl. So I'm going to say go Bengals.